putting the stars in Firestarter. This is Cosmopunk. Theatre of the Mind, a homebrew Starfinder story featuring the crew of the Leica 7. Hi, I'm RJ and I play V, the Leica 7's morally ambiguous vest mechanic, designer of spaceships, owner of junk, doer of crimes, and I also play their drone flyby. Hey, I'm Cypher and I play Ryder, a small punky Yasaki operative who's part otter, part pilot, and part blender. And I'm Typhon. I play Radar, a cyborg Yamalton Coyote engineer. But for this campaign, I'll be the GM. It's been three weeks since Baff left the crew to pursue her own dreams and destinies. V, Ryder and Radar now find themselves back at the minigun bar, a bit listless and not really wishing to go back to their old lives of scrapping abandoned space hulks. Things are quiet now that the crew has one less member, but between her duties of running the bar, Ryder takes some time out to go to the local arcade and has become a little inspired. Episode 1, Cabinet Catastrophe. We're in the bar. It's quiet. There's a few patrons. Butlerbot's handling most of it. You know, when he's not busy fritzing out in the corner. Radar's um, in the back room. What are V and um, Ryder doing? Uh, v is probably looking for van parts online. <laughs> of course. As one uh, does. Trying to fix, fix Vanley, are we? Eh, Stanley is in a constant state of near functionality, so... Uh, <laughs> he's probably, like, secretly allocating space in the bar for van parts. Like, we uh, have you've noticed seen, that... Go ahead. You know those IKEA adverts where there's a blank room at the start and it sort of, like, superimposes different items in the thing with price tags and, like, this is how your room could look? That's just what V's mind looks like at all times. Like, this space could fit an engine. This space could fit an entire set of front wings with no rust. I could build yes. a paint booth in that uh, people booth. <laughs> what what um what my cartoon brain is thinking is that within thirty seconds of getting back to the bar, the aesthetic is already starting to change. So you know, like you go in those like American, like Midwest drive-through bars where they've got like they'll have an exhaust above the bar and things like that, or an engine block with a table on top of it. This is I'm start I think we're starting to see that with the van parts in the bar, but it's not just oh, no. decoration. These are parts that will eventually end up in Stanley. You just haven't told the rest of the crew. Yeah. Is, I see. That, is that what's happening? Um's gonna hoard. So has, the bar aesthetic is very slowly turning into V's engineering room. <laughs> yeah. There's like a Radar smell of doesn't... engine grease in the air. Yeah. I mean, unless Ryder actively is trying to stop them, Radar wouldn't. No, I, I think Ryder just looks like has been around V long enough to just let V do V. Eventually, mm -hmm. something good comes out of their tinkering, so she just lets it happen. Um, yeah, be the junkyard you want to see in the world. Ryder's probably um, ordered something off of uh, Amazon Prime, like a. I'm picturing some sort of like arcade cabinet, but like a really obscure fighting game that no one has ever heard of, and she's trying to get people in the bar to like. Um, do a, a co-op playthrough beat-em-up with her, but no one's interested, so she's just doing it on her own. Aw. 
Aww. Oh, that's kind of sad. Okay, when V eventually notices that, they'll probably join. Yeah, and so will Radar. <laughs> there's, only, there's only two players, though. It's, a, it's an ancient one. Radar will stand in the back and chair while eating popcorn and pizza. <laughs> popcorn because pizza. he has two... He has two character dynamics. One is that he's always hungry and that he also loves pizza. And that is it for his character depth. <laughs> That's as deep as it goes, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's as deep as the crust on your pizza. <laughs> so, the bar is quiet. The, the game's going fairly well. Uh, do you know what? Let's get some dice rolling in. If you okay. guys are playing... Are you playing the game right now? Um, yeah, it'll be called... Yeah, um, it'll be called Dragon Roll Punch Master 6 or something. Dragon Roll Punch Master mm. 5000, the very rare go. iteration. Mm. Yes. You've managed to um, find this thing on a junk heap, actually, and between the three of uh, crew members, probably managed to get it semi-functional. The, the cabinet's scuffed, the screen's a little bit <laughs> washed out. You know, one it's, of the joysticks is loose. It's um, better than it used to be. Um, I imagine V or Radar just open the panel up and there's like a, a half a dead fish and a packet of cigarettes in there and a mm-hmm. bit of CPU. Yeah, uh, there, there was a screaming moment when we opened up the side panel and a bunch of those spider possums just ran out and just vanished into the station somewhere. We haven't seen them since. Yeah. They're not in the but bar. I'm sure... They're just... Sorry, I'm sure they're not an invasive species. Yeah, I'm sure it won't come back to bite us at some point. So, they're um, gone. The, the panel's been opened. Uh, we could do some engineering and computer roles to make it work if you wish to see what quality the game is. So sure, what we'll do is everybody roll a computer's uh, skill. I will add them all up and divide them by three for an average, and that will give us our score. I mean, that's 30 for me. Sorry. Okay. Wow. It is 23 for Radar. You only rolled a seven. Uh, and Ryder, Ryder, are you taking an active part, or are you just directing? I mean, I rolled a one for computers plus 16, so that's 17. cool. 17. <laughs> it's dice tell a story. So seventeen plus side down. So seventeen plus twenty-seven plus thirty. Fifty-seven, sixty-seven, seventy-four divided by three is twenty-five. Yes. Which is good. Twenty-five yeah. is good. Between the three of us, we managed to get the cabinet functional working playable, which is what we want. Um, Deep's on the fierce round of uh, Dragon Punch Master Five Days, Yeah, the lights are on V. Let's uh, let's find this thing up and oh, have a go. On. I've still got my fingers in the in the circuit board. Give me a second. Okay, don't touch that. Don't touch what? The circuit board while it's running. That's probably not a good idea. Or touch it once and see what happens. Oh, give me a minute. Uh, there are some frantic coyote noises from behind the cabinet. <laughs> good news, right. it still works. Yeah. And it's got a it's got a weird three pin power socket thing. Wow. Um. Dare you to stick your tongue in it? <laughs> no, I'm not sticking my tongue in it. I'm going to hook it up to the mains. Okay. So. Radar, um, you have the cabinet sort of pulled out from the wall where you think you want it. Radar has literally just unscrewed one of the back panels, pulled it off, and it's the station mains. There's definitely a main junction box here. And you can see that he's he's got his tongue out. He's doing that thing where he's got the... He's sort of licking the upper part of his lip. And he's sort of sizing up various circuit boxes. Have we just been abstracting electricity from the station this whole time? Have you ever seen an electricity bill? Uh, we don't pay those anyway, so no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's this pile of envelopes that keep uh, appearing in the office, but... I mean, we get them. tax bills all the time, but I've never seen V actually pay them. 
the number never goes down in the account, so... Yeah, well, taxes for little people. Yeah, I, I assume they're okay with us not paying them. Maybe we're just too popular to tax. Mm. Maybe. And honestly, yeah. fuck them, they don't need more money. They've got plenty of it. Yeah, yeah also, I haven't seen a police force this far down in, in the station in a no. while. No, no. Yeah. Security through obscurity. How we like it. You were, you were just full of these little quips, aren't you? <laughs> right, uh, here we go. And he pulls out a juncture box and all of the lights go off in the bar. Oh, excellent. Do the opposite of it. All right, nobody panic. Nobody panic. It's okay. Um, we, nope. We've just tripped the circuit a bit. This was supposed to happen. Okay, this was supposed to happen, everybody. Please continue yeah. to enjoy your drinks. The lights will be back on in a minute. Bar business. Go back to your drinks. There's a... There's a uh, from the various clientele, both of them, uh, in acknowledgement <laughs> to your announcement. To be honest, power outages this far down in the station are surprisingly common. Yeah. We're not in a high-class area. Water know. drips on the, the plugs sometimes mm. from the air recycler. Yeah. It's normal. <laughs> the further down you get in a gravity-fed space station, the damper it gets because water's heavier than air. Yeah. So, you know... Plus, I like to think the person that controls the electricity for the station just turns off the, the power to some sectors for a laugh sometimes. Yeah, just to see what <laughs> happens. Occasionally, they vent the oxygen as well. Yeah. Right. There's some more clanging and banging, and you're pretty sure at one moment you, you hear the sound of what sounds like a monkey wrench being slammed in some delicate electrics. Uh, and then a zap, a yelp, and the lights come back on. <laughs> hey! There we go. Fixed forever. And the cabinet powers up. Oh, nice, nice. What's that smell? Mm, nothing. It's nothing. It smells like yeah. Radar, you're yeah. right. Yeah, Radar comes out from behind the cabinet, just patting himself down. There's a there's a slightly singed... One of his whiskers on fire. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nothing. It's it, it's all right. There was a little bit of feedback, you know, what with dealing with so many billions of kilowatts of power. Mm. Okay, he's right. Um, yeah. Right, let's, let's, let's try Dragon Roll then. I've been, I've been meaning to try this thing out. Dragon Punch Roll 5000, please. That's the one, the yeah. Title. And yeah, Rhoda puts like a, a coin on a bit of string that she's got <clears> in the <throat> slot and then pulls it back out and start her up. Wait, don't you have the key to just open the coin draw? Yeah, I know, Rhoda, it's, it's more to... fun to do it like this, it's authentic. Mm. It's authentic, okay. So authentic, we're still using physical currency. Um, well, they did when these things were popular. They don't anymore. They just, How you know. old is this thing? I'm not entirely sure. It's uh, it's probably older than Radar, but um, I, it looked fun. I, I bought hey. it on online. What? Do you mean like my like physical age or chronologically? Well, I don't even know how long so ago that was. Guessing, so... out, guessing out the home uh, carbon dating testing kit. <laughs> that technically works. Going to measure the well. carbon decay on this. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would. Engineers always have the right tool. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, you, that means like screwdrivers and stuff. You can't have your own portable fucking carbon testing. Here's kit. my bomb disposal yeah. kit that I that just have. That being said, according to this, this thing is fucking old. Yeah. Told you. And look at it. What is that? Sixteen bit. See, it says it right here on the display. Fucking old. Oh yeah, look at that. Hey, well, testament to it. It's still working. Yeah. And all it took was setting radar on fire briefly. Anyway, come on. Let's have a go. Let's have a go. Who wants to, who wants to play? Yeah, yeah, go on. Go on, V. I'll 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 play you. Who's first? I mean, I'll fight All right. Well, there's two modes. There's co-op and there's um, there's fight. What do you want to do? Fight, fight. Ooh, do fight. coop. Coop. No, co-op. Coop. Co-op oh. and fight. Oh, there is a dash. I can't tell with this font. Co-op. Do co-op. Yeah. All right. Let's beat up some whatever's. I'll beat you as a team. Okay. Beat up some so pixels. 
back. <laughs> the coin goes in, the game starts up, you hit co-op mode. And you're almost confronted, almost aggressively, with this retro 1980s side-scrolling beat-em-up. Like Streets of Rage. Wow. Yes. This is fucking old. I count the pixels, it's, and I can't count them. Yeah. But, and so you, it's, you scream, you know, you're moving to the right all the time, and the enemies come in running left, and it's various different dudes, different species, they're all sort of wearing, like, sleeveless leather and got spikes on and, like, bandanas and shades and massive moustaches. Massive <laughs> shoulders. Um, and your characters move around with the joysticks, you can roundhouse kicks, you've got a little sort of shadouken. Uh, and, and the setting seems to be a ruined city. So all of the buildings in the background, you know, it does sort of like the isometric scrolling. Yes, parallax. It's uh. all like it's all like a, a yellowy theme. There's lots of sand uh, and these buildings poking out of it. And <laughs> the old ruined car on this highway. Ooh, um, Ryder, Ryder's, Ryder's character's going to go and start punching the car, see if there's any power-ups in it. Uh, V's character's going to try and steal the car. <laughs> so it's a ruined car. Here's the thing, uh, V's character gets up to having acquired several power-ups, not quite realising or finding out any way what they do, make an intelligence roll. Oh god. Uh, v, just V. Uh, okay, that's 16 on the dice for a total okay. of... 18. The opening levels are easy mode. They're designed to almost tutorial you into the game. You've got enough power-ups now that you get to this ruined car and your character, who is a little more squatter, a little sort of like chunky beard, backwards red uh, baseball cap, shorts kind of character has got a big massive backpack on as you press that button a load of like spider limbs come out and start fixing up the car yeah. and then after a moment the car flips around to face the same direction that you're traveling in your character leaps into it and you now have a car with a gun turret on it that drives around the screen car. Yeah, how the fuck do you do that have you played this before no probably who cares i've got a free car i bet you have I bet you're cheating. Anyway, I'll, I'll be your gunner. Yeah, you'll just me because I wouldn't let you destroy the car. And this is where the game turns from Streets of Rage into Bullet Hell. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryder's just riding on the back of this thing, just pumping little glowing spheres out across the screen. It's even better than that. You get rockets. V only gets bullets. But you get like a, it's a three barrel rocket launcher and like a, a finger of three rockets come out each time you press a button. And the ammo, the ammo sign has that beautiful sideways eight next this to game it. Sounds, mm. This game sounds fucking rad. I want to play it. Yeah. I, I kind of want to play it as well. I'm just making it up on the fly. I can't, um, wait, it's for like, I can't wait for Dragon Fist Punch 5001. Yeah, um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a combination of... every time. <laughs> yeah. It's Streets of Metal Slug, this one. Um, nice. So, yeah. Enjoy, really. Um, eventually, like you smash through, you get to like a boss fight, and it's a dude on an oversized uh, chopper motorcycle with a chain. Laughing Let's maniacally. Let's have some. <laughs> oh god, yeah, definitely, and it's all the whole like lip flap things, like ah ha, I see you have come to my kingdom. <laughs> um, so let's Beautiful. have some dex rolls from you two, please, to see if you can beat the boss. Radar, by the way, is stood behind you this entire time. Eat an entire car, bitch. <laughs> dex rolls, please. Dex rolls. D twenty, add your dex bonus. Seventeen. See, I also got seventeen, but without the the, the teen bit. So you got seven. Okay. Seven. 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 That's... I mean, it's 17 in spirit. I see. So. It's aspiring 17. The boss 
uh, gets a few good whacks on you as you're trying to size him up, and the car explodes, ejecting Ooh. RJ's character. Uh, sorry, V's oh. character. I, and they do that thing where they basically they sort of land on their ass and bounce a couple of times before standing up, right? Oh, oh God damn it, V! <laughs> the not my fault. The rocket pod ejects into the air, and Cypher, your character comes down on a little parachute um, <laughs> before landing. Your character is a little more sort of lithe, um, almost a, a bit more feminine than. Um, yeah, I'm picturing like, um, uh, oh, who's that lady in like combat fatigues in Street Fighter with the, uh, the red bandana? Um, what's her name? Cammy? Yes. That sort of character. Yeah. <laughs> That's who Ryder would have picked but anyway. You'll, yeah, make a perception roll. Okay. Perception. V is for perception. 14 plus 13. 20... 27. Your power up sign is also flashing. Ooh, I'm going to hit the power up button. You hit the power-up button, and your character basically turns into a giant, flaming, um, Chinese dragon. Holy shit. Nice. Yeah, and what, it, what it does the thing. Do it does the thing where it like it does the almost like um, infinity sign figure eight, and you can just move that around the screen, and it just chucks fire and laser beams out of its eyes. Yeah, get fucked. Get it, fucked. Yeah. Oh shit! What the idea? You didn't grab the power-up. Why didn't you grab the power-up back there? No, no, he did. They did. Theirs was the car. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, so now, Ryder, if you could please make a strength roll and add five to the result. <laughs> strength roll. Okay. D twenty. Yeah, I'm, I'm just using your character. I don't know why it just seemed fun. Sure. Um, no, that's fine. Uh, so seventeen plus two, nineteen. One, two, three, four, five. Twenty. Uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Right. Um, the joystick's giving you a bit of resistance. There seems to be some kind of force feedback, well, certainly like a rumble pad effect. Um, <laughs> but you give it a crack, uh, and the screen judders a bit, and then the dragon smashes into the boss. He falls off of his motorcycle, and the motorcycle explodes. Yeah, take that, you shit. And the boss rolls away, sobbing from behind his reflective square sunglasses. Mission complete. And it does. It comes up with a de -de -de -de, mission complete, and then the high scores. <gasps> he got the yes. highest score. Uh, well, the the top fucking eight slots are all occupied by somebody called Todd. You don't know who, but um, there's two, <laughs> there's two flashing um, things at the bottom that say player one and player two that allow you to edit their name. So you can put in your three letters like you would. Ooh. D I K. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to do that, I think Ryder's going to put T I T. Yeah. Uh, well, they should have thought of that before they gave us the opportunity to put oh, just three letters in. That's just mm -hmm. asking for trouble, isn't it? But on the other hand, if they're giving us four letters, and oh boy. <laughs> well, that's level one. I think you've got to put more money in if um, you want to do another one. But. Uh... Oh, maybe, I'm happy this this works, honestly. Yeah, we can put it in the corner of the bar. It'll bring in patrons. I can play it while drinking. Exactly. Maybe place bets on each other. Yeah, I think this will be a good uh, money spinner. Yeah. So what do you want to do now, then? Well, I've got 16 auctions running for different van parts. Oh, bloody hell. How is Van Lee? But they all end at exactly the same time. So I'm going to need you to take these 17 uh, different phones... And oh, for God's sake! On all of them at the same time. I've only got two arms, V, and a tail. Don't run quickly. You're the fast. You can teleport, basically. Uh, not really. Why would you be given the gift of teleportation if not to help me win car auctions? No, I don't have teleportation, V. I've told you this. I can just disappear and then reappear somewhere else. That's not teleporting. That's mm. that's just stealth. Isn't it, though? 
No, it really isn't. Isn't it though? No, no, it really isn't. In that case, I'm going to need to develop teleportation skills in 39 seconds. Ugh. I believe in you. Okay, I can do four, maybe five. That's like two hands, two feet, and my tail. Okay, we'll meet halfway at eight. Uh, all right. Good luck. I trust you. You're amazing. V scurries off with the laptop. You you go to turn around, V, and you bump straight into Radar, who is stood shit. stock still. Radar, you've got limbs. Take take these four phones. He doesn't respond. Radar. And as Wait. you look, the his eye has rolled into the back of his head, and his cyborg eye is twitching left, like backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, and the normal red glow has turned a wicked bruised purple. Uh, radar. I'm no expert, but I think radar's broken. What do you mean he's broken? He's like waving their hand in front of his face. And his arm, his cyborg arm, is twitching. Yeah, Rhoda's kind of noticed this. She's going to go and like wave her hand in front of Radar's face and like click a finger. Like, Radar. Oi, coyote. Well, you, you know that you'd have to get a stool to do that or jump, so it's kind of adorable, but there's no response <laughs> to you waving. She'll, she'll jump up and do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no response. Well, I'm gonna have to slap him. No, don't hit him. I don't think that's gonna help. Uh, get him, get him some uh, that 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 stuff he likes. What is it? Pizza? Uh, popcorn? Uh, pizza or alcohol? Um, get him both. We'll try both. <laughs> Are we... Do the do the, like, the smelling salts thing. You yeah. just like <laughs> yeah. waft it. He's just like, <laughs> like go back into the kitchen and comes out with like some pizza like from the microwave and just like wafts it under his nose to see what happens. And a pint. There doesn't seem there doesn't seem to be any response to the three day old microwave pizza or the what I hope uh, is beer. Um, oh man, this is I'm bad. Out of we ideas. We should get into a hospital or something. Eats the pizza, drinks the pint. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we have healthcare coverage. Um, no. I mean, I, I, mm. hang on. Have, have we? Um, just a quick question for the GM. Has this happened to Radar before? You have never seen this before. But I'm going to give you a freebie, Sai. Okay. You have medicine as a skill. I do have medicine. Shall I? Um, yeah, I'll. Um, I'll get a stool, and I'll try and uh, run some medical checks. I saw you put a sticky plaster in someone once, so I'm sure you can fix him, right? I I did do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let's get. Uh, Ryder's going to like try and take Radar's hand and like pull him into one of the back rooms, so <laughs> our, our two uh, patrons don't get suspicious. If you pull on him enough, he will just fall over. He's completely comatose. Can I roll strength to pick him up like a mannequin? And just like just fireman's carry right yeah. in, in full view of all the bar patrons. Yeah, it won't be a roll to carry him. It will be a roll to carry him well. So you can just like drag him unceremoniously into the back room in front of everybody. <laughs> oh, this could good, be like a... Good news for you. That was a 12 on the dice. Do you want dex or strength? It's strength. It will be pure strength. That is 15 for only bumping your head against something once. All right, it's fantastic. You managed, you pick Radar up like it's his fucking wedding night, uh, and you only managed to hit his head on three things as you take him into the back room. Thonk. Which is, which yeah. is up from what you thought it was going to be, which was at least five. Mm. And then V's just going to sit the head back out of the kitchen like, this wasn't drink related to like the two bar patrons. Get on with your drinks. It's fine. They're not poison, we promise. See you in the a bit. two bar patrons don't even care. They're just like, mm. <laughs> they're just, they're just completely deadbeat drunk. They're just like, Ugh. yeah, they're they <laughs> probably don't even register what's happening right now. They certainly mm. won't remember this. 
Okay. Well, that's but fine. it's okay because they're a steady source of income for the bar, so who cares? Um, We're back in a bit. Okay, Don't steal so... anything. Yeah. Ryder. Put him down. Put him down. Why is this like just just a radar who we've, we're planking him between like two chairs now? Yeah, he is. He is rigid. <laughs> you could use him as a table I mean, right now. On the one hand, that's incredibly impressive. On the He's other just, hand, like, like bolt lengthways between two desk chairs. Yep. Uh, can I roll a medicine for what it's worth to try and take his pulse and make sure he hasn't entirely died and gone into rigor mortis? Yeah, basically. Have triage, we finally um, killed Radar? Make an intelligence roll. If you manage to kill Radar by what? Accidentally electrocuting him? Uh, it's 11 on the dice plus intelligence, which is 2. That's 13. Lucky 13 for thinking. Think it was my best brain. Hang on. It, it might not be intelligence. It is intelligence. Um, you're not trained in it. Have you got any ranks in medicine? Okay, so believe it or not, I actually put some points into medicine. So Good! I, I, I have an entire rank in medicine. Uh, so oh. add one to the. Um... Do you maybe want me to do it? Oh, tell me, tell me what your medicine roll is. No, no, no. V's, V's already trying. It's a fourteen to make sure he's not like entirely dead. Okay. So that is your. Hang on. So medicine is your intelligence bonus plus the ranks plus the uh, any mismodifiers from it. it. Just look at it on your character sheet. I'm here to kill, not to heal. So it's just fourteen. Okay. Radar is alive. He's breathing. Yep. Good news. Um, he hasn't died yet. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, good. I hope that fucking arcade cabinet didn't give him some weird virus or nothing. Um, yeah. Ryder's going to have a look. Beyond that, like, that's some pretty impressive core strength, because he's, like, supporting himself like a tank. I don't think this is how um, he would. he's meant to be normally. I'm going to roll for medicine. <laughs> <laughs> You've known it for ten years! <laughs> I don't know, Cypher, I don't think you're supposed to be a table, but I've only known you for 15 years, so I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, hey, Ryder, hey, Ryder. Do you reckon he's, like, glitched out and he'll come back to normal at some point? I don't know, V. Because if he's just glitched out, I reckon we could probably shave him before he wakes up. No, we're not going to shave him. We're going to have a look and see what's wrong with him first before we do anything cruel. <laughs> if, it's some... if it's something he's going to recover from, then we do something cruel. He's hiding something under that fur, I can tell you. I just, I don't know. I really want to draw a dick on his forehead when he's like this. No, 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 focus. <laughs> um... So that is a 17 for medicine. <laughs> All right, so Radar is alive, clearly comatose, um, but the cyborg parts of him, uh, the eye seems to be spinning, rotating, looking all over the place, like under its own volition, and his arm and leg are twitching. Yeah. Uh, it's like okay, he's having v, some sort of seizure. V's going to grab, like, the cleanest bar rag in the house and then just tie it like an eye patch over his eye. Mm. Well, that's that's that fixed. So which eye? <laughs> the arm and the leg are still twitching. <laughs> yeah, which eye did you tie it over? Tell me, it was the cyborg guy. <laughs> yeah, it's the cyborg guy. No, V covering up doesn't mean it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> that and V's also in the back of my mind aware that that cyborg guy has a laser in it. So if uh, if his cyborg parts are going haywire, then there's a chance he's just going to start like letting off the laser, Superman yeah. laser blasting the fucking bar apart. How is a bit of yeah. cloth going to stop that from happening? It isn't. Uh, it makes me feel beer. Okay. Um, yeah, that's for that's for that's for V. That's not for Radar. <laughs> so Radar is having some kind of um, seizure, as far as Radar is concerned. Yeah. So it, it does. Radar have like um, a hood or something on the mechanical side of his brain that can be like popped off and inspected. 
from the, the the vague and strange memories you have of first meeting him, you know that there is, and certainly from what you saw at Glitch, you know that he has like a manual input thing at the base of his neck, almost Matrix style. Okay. Yeah. You know, with the, the big cable that goes in. I mean, um, yeah. there's a few there's a few smaller ones down his spine that you've seen or glimpsed occasionally. They don't ever seem to be used. Neither does the the backboard on his neck. Um, as for the actual cyborg sort of bionics, you don't really know from what you can see under like the top plating. It seems to be a mass not of like gears and um, motors, but like coiled metal, cably sinew. Mimic, mm. So it mimics it mimics um, real life. Like um, what are those cables called that can tension and and twist? Uh, like the muscular cable. Like I know the ones you mean, like the yeah. prehensile, the ones that Tesla used to charge cars. The cyber dick. <laughs> it's not called okay. that, but uh, Tesla has a thing where it's just a tentacle with a plug on the end, and you park a Tesla near it, and it goes wiggle, 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 and then finds the charging port, sticks it in it, in the most like unintentionally arousing way possible. That's but lewd as fuck. It is lewd as fuck. It's even lewder when you see it in real life. Yeah, I, d- I don't like that. Um, well, it's not that. Okay, good. Uh, so, okay, so yeah. but you get the idea. There doesn't seem list. to be there doesn't seem to be any input. But you've seen radar disassemble it once or twice and tweak things with like a screwdriver or something. So you're not really that familiar with it with his with I already said with his body, and that's correct, but also not what I mean. <laughs> um, I mean, if we want to get more familiar, I have this razor. No, we're not <laughs> shaving the razor. Only puts the razor back in my pocket. Every time the razor is mentioned, it has appeared in V's hand and it is on. It is buzzing. Yeah. Yep. Ryder's kind of worried now because she's wondering if V feels this way about all um, furry people. Mammals? That, no. That, yeah, all no, mammals. No, no. Squints. No. <laughs> Ryder backs up slightly away from V. Um, the razor has disappeared. Okay. What razor? Ryder's going to have a look at this. <laughs> Ryder's going to have a look at the, the plug point in the back of his neck. Um, hmm. See if she can find anything that might correspond to it. Yeah, uh, that's the point. From the equipment I have as an engineer, would I be able to hook up my uh, the computers I have as an engineer to the back of his head? Like, do I have a USB to radar interface? You'd have to try. I'm I'm always one for trying. If at first you don't succeed, it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> That's uh, 14 on the dice, plus computers. Oh, are, are you actually going to try it? Because this, this involves some setup. Okay. Uh, yeah, V's going to like take a look at the port on the back of Radar's head and right, um, start rummaging through their, their bag of shit to see if... Should we like at least get him comfortable so he's not wedged like a table between two destros? But he's planking so well. Like, this could be a planking record. I know, I just don't want his muscles to go into, to go into a seizure. Fine. Like, he's actually I rested mean, a cup on radar right now. He's a perfectly good table. <laughs> you know that website where people put uh, like stuff on their pits and see how much stuff they can put on their pits before he gets annoyed and like shoots it with his laser eye? That sounds cruel. I don't like that. And oddly specific. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. We should probably just put him in his bed. I mean, it's like we can get him up the stairs, right? Uh, yeah, we can try. I'll I'll do the um, lifting on the lower side. You take him up the, the stairs, I'm sure. <laughs> Good news, you. Radar. The smallest and the biggest person in the party are now going to carry your character upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I rolled an 18. Plus uh, 3 for strength. So 21 for like not trampling your tail or hitting your head on something. Uh, 13 for me plus strength of 2, so 15 overall. Okay, so V, 
in a very, very quick and oddly very clever moment, grabs the legs, uh, and Ryder, you're left with Radar's clumsy head. Uh, right. Radar is not very flexible currently, it seems, which is unusual because he's usually quite lithe. Um, is he? So carrying him up... Yeah, he's got a dex of 18. Yeah, he's all sinewy and, and bendy. He's a bendy quality. Yeah. He, he, he flexes. Um, <laughs> but not tonight, it seems. Nope. So... Uh, Ryder is sadly stuck at the front of the column, walking backwards, trying to get Ryder ah, up God, the stairs. And stiff as a fucking board. What's going on? Well, I don't know. I mean, like, just get him into bed, and uh, I'll see if we can interface with him in some way and check out his life. And it could be he just needs to. I don't know. Does he charge them or? I don't know. All right, watch his tail. Watch his tail. Don't step on it. What tails? Tails your department. He's V. Make a dex roll. Yeah. Seventeen for Dex. Plus one. Uh, you yep. do manage to avoid standing on Radar's tail, V. Yay! I'm helping. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, you get him up the stairs. You you somehow, like trying to get a new sofa into a, a new apartment, you somehow manage to like handle him around corners and into his bed, where he's placed at an oddly funny angle with both his legs sticking out an awkward sort of jip. But he's definitely in there. To me, to you. <laughs> well... That's as good as that's going to get. Also, he needs to be face down because the port's on the back of his head. Uh, will he be able to breathe? Uh, um, um, would he be able to breathe? I mean, he's got pretty you long You just balance him on his side. He doesn't have to be face down. Ryder's going to position yeah. Radar so he will be able to breathe, not swallow yeah. his tongue. and Rotate yeah. the oat. Rotate the yeah. oat. <laughs> Rote the oat. Um, yes. Okay, that's fine. So, yeah, Radar is left on sort of on his side. Uh, the the portal is concealed behind his very long hair, so you'll need to move that out of the way, which you do. <gasps> we'll need to shave him. No, we're not shaving him. <laughs> what is wrong with you, V? How did you convince you not to do this last time? Ten years ago. Haven't you wanted to know? No. What colour is he underneath? Well, he's pink. Like most so mammals. How do you like, know? Like me. I just know. Because you okay? can see his scars. Yes. <laughs> Wait, are you pink underneath? Yes. Look at my, look at my scar, V. He's that colour. Yeah, here you Yeah. Anyway, can we fix him? Cross the Steve Ryder <laughs> off their list. <laughs> what fucking list is that? What fucking list is that? Let me see. What, what list? <laughs> <laughs> holding list out of Ryder as uh, grip. Yeah, small, angry, <laughs> otter jumping noises at you. Um, as the list is indeed hell. I am not above eating this notebook. <laughs> v isn't either. Yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not going to question that. Right. <laughs> You, do you move Radar's hair out of the way to look at the port? Yes. You move the hair out of the way and the port is perfectly circular. There's a smaller circle inside that sl uh, juts out slightly from the metal plating with three portals in it connected by lines. So sort of in a triangular shape. Yeah. Um, it looks as though what that is is that accepts a very unique input and that input sort of moves uh, the baffle out of the way or the cover uh, before it interfaces be so you don't just have an open sort of wound into your back that could be get full of gunk and stuff. There, there appears to be a covering yeah. on, in the way that only moves out the way for this connector. Uh, quick question for the GM. Um, yes. Is this, is this in any way familiar to what happened when we first discovered Radar in, in his pod? Yeah, have we seen this connection the, before from... The, the before? memories of that night for you are slightly hazy. You don't quite recall... What happened? You remember you scanned a pod. Mm -hmm. If we're like, yay, Archaeotech, we're fucking rich. Brought it in. Oh no, it's a rescue mission. 
Mm. We can't claim this as salvage. There's a person in it. It says they're badly wounded. It's got a medical heal thing. Something happened. The pod opened. Mm. Radar emerged, screaming. There's something else happened. And then you had radar. And that's why we call him the Screaming Potato. That smacks of danger, so Ryder's going to um, arm herself, just in case. Or well, in case we need to shoot Radar? I don't want to, but um, I don't know. I've got alarm bells going off about this whole situation, so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kit up. And Ryder's going to yeah. go, go and get her gun and her sword. I mean, he's at this point, if he does anything, we could just like leave him to it. I, I know, I just, I'd rather not anything happen. This is just a precaution. V, you do your yeah. thing and I'll I'll stand guard. Let me know if you need any tools I mean, or anything. V, if it feels better, we can just tie him to the bed. Can you make an engineering room? I can make an engineering room. Eight. Plus. Thank uh, <laughs> Come on, seven. Okay, so. <laughs> Fifteen for engineering. Right. You're looking at this port going, well, I mean, I don't recognize it, but it looks pretty mundane. And there's a vendor, like, up the road who sells all sorts of mechanical machinery interface and stuff. Maybe he knows what it is. Or maybe even Ryder knows what it is. Well, uh, short of carrying Ryder all the way over to the shop down the road that does weird electronics. I don't want to carry him. <laughs> He's going to bring uh, Flyby in and just uh, get a snapshot of the port on the back of Radar's head. Yeah, uh, I imagine Fly Guy perches on your shoulder and then the, their one lens sort of does the whole iris thing where it goes, ch -ch -ch, takes a picture. Yeah. yeah. That or he perches on your shoulder and does it. <laughs> uh, well, I, Radar wouldn't know. Yeah. His, his mortal form is entirely in our hands. So, you've got the picture. <laughs> what is happening now? Uh, I guess V, like... Not knowing exactly what the port is, they're probably going to head down to like that guy who's running the Radio Shack Shack. Yeah, this guy puts the D in dodgy. You know this already. Yeah. But then every, everybody in this district does, including your bar. So... I mean, he sells stolen electronics, but they're cheap. So, I mean, he sold me a car stereo. That I mean, that's something. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that he even had a car stereo, especially in Station Z. Pretty impressive. Alpha said, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, Ryder, what do you want to do? You want to look after, like, uh, the radar circle, or? Yeah, I'll look after Coyote Plank. You go down and see if they've got anything that will um, interface with that weird socket in the back of his neck. Uh, yeah. I'll give you. I'll I... give you a call. I'll give you a call on the comm if uh, terrible things start happening. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, terrible things won't start happening because. Uh, like I said, he's got a laser for an eye, and I'm pretty sure he could kill all of us if he wanted to, so... Uh, well... I mean, are you sure you don't want to tie him to the beard, just for safety reasons? No, you can't tie people down that are seizuring, that's a terrible idea. Is it? I thought it was a bad idea to put your fingers in your mouth. That too, but they start ripping muscles and tendons involuntarily, because they're seizuring if you tie them down, so that... No, huh. let's not do that. Fair enough. I mean, you're the doc doc. Not really, but I looked at a medical book once... Anyway, you go down and, and see if they got plug stuff. Yeah, I'll look after I'm Radar. Gonna go, I'm going to go see Al, the, the dodgy electronics bender. Yeah. Alrighty. All right, so I'm going to focus on V for a little bit then. Sure. Mm -hmm. You make yeah. your way out of the bar. You take a right onto Main Street. Mm -hmm. uh, and you start proceeding towards the electric shop. 
you can see, you know exactly where it is because it goes bar, those massive cooling pipes, the one which you crushed Sid with, an empty abandoned shop, another empty abandoned shop, a triplex of abandoned shops, and then the electric store. Mm -hmm. It's not a great part of the outpost where we are. I mean, none of it is. We live on, like, the shit tier. Yeah. It's pretty scary. <laughs> There's no further decision on that. We live on the shit tier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Um, it's called the sump for a reason. But yeah. free parking and free spaceship parking. Yeah, we do get free docking, which mm -hmm. is nice. Uh, speaking of, how far is it to the electronic shop? Probably about 100 metres. Yeah, V-Drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only other cars or vehicles down here look like the ones from that game you played, so they're all a little bit banged up. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe semi-abandoned. You're pretty sure one of them was on fire recently. I have a van. And you have a van, so you can just smash shit out of the way. Yeah. Can't believe I have to drive all the way to work on a Saturday. <laughs> so On a Saturday! <laughs> do you park outside of the shop? Yes, I do. There's a space. Yeah, you, you, you crash into the space. <laughs> and you even want to roll for it? I'm not even going to make you bother at this point. You're that familiar with Stanley. Yeah. You pull out outside the shop. The shop, weirdly, has like a wooden frontage with glass and one of those inset doors in the middles. It looks like something out of the 1920s. But more importantly, it smells like an old bookstore. Do you know what? Do you know that smell I mean? Yeah, Musty. the smell of yeah. decaying paper and must. Must. Yeah, and uh, dust. but it's it's also being a vest. Your senses are a little overdeveloped for this thing. It also smells a lot like there's a bunch of burnt out electrics in there and other machinery parts and mm. vague scents like mercury and other weird things. So it basically smells like a cash converter. Yeah. Mm. You uh, do you go in? Yep. You open the door, and there a bell rings. And immediately in front of you, you're confronted with an old, polished wooden floor that goes in about six foot. And then there is a wall with a grill and a window, and behind it is sat an Elebrian. Uh, Elebrians are humanoid, pink, uh, but they've got oversized heads and very big dark eyes. They look a bit like alien greys, if that makes sense. <laughs> and he's sat behind there, and he's, all very, he's quite tall, and he's very gangly and long-limbed. And he leans into this and says, What do you want? Oh, it's you again. Yeah, yeah, I... What do you want? The radio I sell you. It works fine when you leave here. <laughs> yeah, it still works. It still works. Not about that yet. No refunds. But yeah, uh, I need to find an interface for this particular port. If you have anything in stock. And V's going to bring Flyby in and uh, bring up a little hollow display with the, uh, the photograph at the back of Radar's head. I mean, you ever seen anything like that before? Let me roll some dice. Oh, you absolute star. <laughs> the Elebrian leans in, sort of peering through the grill, and you can't quite make it out. And then eventually he just taps a button and the whole wall just lifts up into the ceiling. And then he, he beckons you closer into the where there's a little more light. And he leans in and he, he sort of grabs Fly Guy. And he says, ah, drone, mechanic, yes? If you want to sell, very valuable. I can make work for any user. <laughs> you still got all the parts from the last drone I sold you. But the weird snake one, my mate's being. No, no, no. No, they gone, they gone. New bidder, new, new, new buyer. Ladder, something. Anyway, I'm not selling flyby. I've hit him for like 30 odd years now, and I'm very attached to him. Fine, fine. Port. You ask about ports, yes? Mm. Port. Port. Uh, Archaeotech. Old, old military. Um, Neuromechanical um, motive interface. Cool. Uh, I mean, do you have like. A converter for it? I need to hook it up to uh, my mechanics rig. 
convert? Mm, mm, converter for Nummy. Mm. Yeah. Let me check. I mean, if you've got one in stock, I will literally pay you some money for it. <laughs> he turns around, he opens the door, and he yells, Ma! Ma! Need converter for Nummy unit! And then a, a slightly more effeminate voice says, Nummy for converter unit, right! And then he closes the door and turns around, and says, She's on it. You know, you've never <laughs> let me see who that is behind that door. Every time I come here, you yell at them. It's not for you! Hmm. <laughs> These eyes narrow. The Elebrian's eyes narrow, and they do it much better than yours because they're so fucking huge. Bigger eyes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it will not be cheap. Yeah, I said I'd pay you some money. Like, mm. we can reach an agreement. Mm. It's not like I need it badly or anything. You are good for parts. Mm. Maybe I make exception. Yeah, right. Mm. Tell you what, mm. you get me a good price on this, and next time we kill a drone, I will let you have first pick of all the components. There is a ding, and he holds up a long, elongated finger, and he says, I'm here, yes. And he turns around, he presses a button on the wall, and the floor opens up, and a lift comes up. It's like a, almost like a giant metal bucket. But in there uh, appears to be three car seats, all wired around Ooh. a central... Um, Pole, sorry, four car seats all wired around a central pole with a bunch of cables that seem to sort of snake into the seats at various places. But you notice that each seat has a circle in the back of the neck. But atop each of those seats is some kind of headdress, like a, a VR display, very similar to what you saw in Glitch. Where do you even find all this stuff? Like, ah, Outpost Z is a node for these things. It's a I pawned it. Yeah. business secret. Anyway. Alright, so, I mean, are these things portable? or? Yeah, he goes in and he sort of lifts one of the seats and shows you that you can just lift the whole thing. Look, come here, close, come in, come in close. It's, uh, it's not plugged in, so I have to do manual. But uh, he leans around one of the seats and he presses a button. And he says, There's, there are two interface options. One is, is a typical uh, VR immersion headset thing, and he points at it. And the other one is this. And he reaches around the back of the seat and he presses a button. And that portal in the back of the chair opens up and the three pins emerge with the lines connecting them like a triangle. Yeah. And then sort of petal open and an ugly looking rod goes out about two inches. Cool. It's a direct neural interface for heavy load. You need port for that. I think your friend has well, port. First of all, absolutely not. What was the other option again? We can do it on side if you wish. Will not be cheap. Yeah, I know, you said that already. Like I said, you know I'm good for it anyway. And like I said, you get me a good price and I'll look after you next time we capture a drone. And you know we do that quite a lot, so... Mm. At least three yeah. drones. In five years. Mm, two. Two drones. In five years. Mm, deal. Mm. Cheap bastard. Deal. <laughs> you take. You get out of my store. Nobody come to collect this stuff. Hmm, fair enough. Do you have any more questions more about uh, Nami? You tell me. You come to me. I do you good yeah, deal. I mean, alright, so what do we do? We just stick him in this and then interface with it directly, or...? I don't know. Bitch, it's your equipment. Does it not come with a, like, user menu? It's not my equipment. It's in your shop. I find. It's in your floor. We discover. Yes, I sell. Mm, borrow. But I no use. No, I sell. Two drones, five years. Yeah, fine. Christ. 
Gonna have to go kill a bunch of drones. You know not to cross a Labrian. If you do not deliver, we come for you. Yeah, I know, I know. When have I not never delivered for you? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know I'm good for now it. Now go. Take out of my sight. Put in your. Mm -hmm. What do you call van? That's Stanley, I'll have you know. That's like. What is that picture on side? Why is there unicorn? <laughs> he's, slay he's slaying a dragon. And rainbow. Because rainbows are pretty. And you airbrush pink cloud into bottom. I do not like. Should be okay. uniform black. Get a better appreciation for art. Just take legend. your thing and go. And oh, he presses it like he pushes the. Um... With you. Sorry. <laughs> it's exactly that face on the side. It is totally that. It is basically a homage to Erasure. Um, <laughs> he, he, he bundles all of the, the chairs and everything into your arms. And he presses the thing and the wall descends again with the grill. And he just glares at you from behind the grill. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going. I told you, two drones, five years, it'll be easy. He doesn't say a word. Yeah, bye to you too. Look forward to doing business in the future. Closes the door behind them. This is a typical interaction with this vendor. Yeah. And it occurs to you that in your entire time on the station, you've never seen him have another customer. Mm. <laughs> and we've never seen why. who's behind the fence. Who is his know. mysterious assistant? His mum, I think. <laughs> definitely his mum. Thinks for himself. It's to load these chairs into the back of Stanley. <laughs> See, I told you it was a good idea bringing Stanley. Said V to nobody in particular. The, uh... <laughs> a man with a ladder walking past says, Oh, yeah, okay. Just carries on. <laughs> I don't know if you know about my man with ladder mechanic. We do now. No. We do now. The man, with the, the man with the ladder mechanic is whenever the GM wants to do a jokey, non-canon self-insert. So if he delivers like a quip or something, he'll say yada yada yada. Set the man with the ladder. Mm. Even when they're just in the middle of deep space, there will be a man with a ladder. Yeah, yeah, a very yeah. long ladder. It's, it's it's just a fun little exposition. It's not canon, so you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. So yeah, he you... bundles three chairs and a bunch of wiring into the back of Stanley, and then drives the uh, the long and perilous journey back to the bar. Yep. There is a back entrance to the bar. Uh, it's where the original barkeep made his uh, fabulous exit from. Mm. Uh, it does have a sort of a lane access. You can park in there. Yeah, we'll stick the van in there and then like yell through the door to Ryder. It's like, Ryder! Yeah? Ryder! What? I need a hand. I found, I found something I think can interface with him, but uh, it's pretty bulky and cumbersome. Can you give me a hand like getting it in the bar? Yeah, give me a second. I'm on the way down. Oh, also, also, we need to capture and kill two drones for a number later. Semi-related reason. Well, can we do that later? Yeah, just put it on the to-do list. All right, fine. Um, yeah, while V was at um, this uh, this dodgy tech place, I think a rider would have been running proper um, cognitive function tests on radar. Um, and what I imagine that is is basically like uh, she would have got her lighter out, the one she uses for cigars, and like just like lit it in front of his eyes and just moved it back and forth to see if. His eyes are tracking it, just to see how awake and okay. cognitive he is. His organic eye has rolled into the back of his head. No response. When you remove the cloth from the cyborg eye, it locks onto the heat source and follows it eerily. Huh. That's interesting. So he's gone from being screaming potato to regular potato to creepy eye-stalking potato? <laughs> when you do that... His hand stops twitching. Ooh, that's progress. Do that again. Well, I mean, you're not here at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're dealing oh, sorry, with I'm... a weird Elebrian. Go away. Yeah, okay. So this is happening before V gets back to the bar. Yeah. Yes. You've had your role play, RJ. Let's have a go. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> Mum said it's my turn on the Xbox. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's what happens, and it just it follows the lighter. And when you close the lighter, the arm does not start twitching again, and the eye is focused on you. Hello, radar. Is that you in there? Yeah, Ryder's going to um, like move to the left of him, to the right of him, and see if uh, the eye follows. The head doesn't move, but the eye tracks you as far as it can. Hmm. Does Radar have a guitar in this room, in the, the upstairs room? Uh, it's on the Leica. Oh, it's on the Leica. Is there any sort of like instrument or something that belongs to Radar in this room? No. Uh, his room here is very Spartan. You don't think he treats it really as a room, it's just like a, a place to sleep? Yeah, I just want something that like belongs to him that he would recognise. Uh, there's his guns. His guns. Which says a lot about the character, yeah, really, doesn't it? If there's one thing yeah. that can bring Radar back, it's uh, his, his weaponry collection. Okay, uh, Rod is going to get like one of his handguns or something, and just like uh, hold it up cock it, load it in front of him. Not point it at him, just like, maybe do a trick, spin it around her finger. That eye is following you and not the gun. Hmm. Well, that's slightly threatening. Make a perception roll? Yeah, she's, she's probably going to like move a little closer to it. And yeah, do a perception roll. Uh, 13 plus P is for perception. 14. We've done that roll before. That's 27. 27. You know, you know, radar's eye has that thing where it's got like the different lenses that sort of shock in and out under the under the surface of the eyeball. Yeah, it is doing that, but it is flicking through them at a rate you have never seen before. It's like it's trying to work out what I am. <laughs> kind of. It. You think it might be. You know that these lenses will affect depth. It's like it's using that to sort of sound out a, a three-dimensional environment without being able to move or touch. Hmm. I think Ryder's going to, like, put the cloth back over the cyborg eye at that point. <laughs> yeah, one. yeah. Okay, that's a little strange. Let's um, let's do more of this later. And then she hears V's voice from downstairs. Well. Ryder. Ryder, Ryder. He's asleep. <laughs> How about we bring these stupid chairs inside? All right, all right. Um, Radar, don't go anywhere. Is he still broken? Um, yeah, some weird stuff happened. Uh, I'll tell you in a sec. Yeah, Rhoda's gonna, like, hop downstairs. Yeah. Well, good news is, uh, I bought these three chairs from, like, Weird Al down at the Radio Shack Shack. <laughs> weird Al? <laughs> That's his name now. He's, well, he's weird and he's called Al. What do you want to call him? What the hell's all this stuff? Okay, so... You're supposed to be getting plugs. Yeah, this is the only thing I find with a plug that matches the one in the back of Radar's head, so... This is what we got to work with. Now let's make it work. All right. Well, what do we do with it? Do we I just don't know. stick him in it and put the plug in the pole? And then what? See what happens. Uh. I mean, I've got my mechanics rig on the other end, so I'm guessing that hopefully this means we can interface with this cyborg half at least. Yeah, hopefully. Otherwise, you just wasted a bunch of credits on whatever the fuck this is. Oh uh, no, I didn't spend any credits on this. But unrelated, semi-related. We need to kill two drones in. Some amount of time I've already forgotten. Uh, <laughs> Basically, yeah, when we're done with this, we need to find two Aslanti, kill them, steal our drones. Um, oh, well, I mean, that's enjoyable. At least we can do that and pass the time. Yeah. See, that's something everyone can enjoy. you still got some blood bits left over as well. Uh, no, I already sold them all to him. Oh, all right. Yeah. 
I mean, we took everything useful out of them anyway. It's all just servos and, like... I swear, I never see a bloody penny of any of this stuff you sell, V. Bitch, you cooked his tail bit. What? Did I? You, you still got his tail, <laughs> did you? Did do I? <laughs> you, have the, you have the tail blade from Bob, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, I do. I forgot. Yes, you do. Yeah. You got paid for this. Is that installed? I no. mean... No, you just have it on your desk, kind of. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just made for it, you know. Yeah, mm. you haven't equipped it, but you have it. I haven't been to the um, the cybernetic tattoo parlor at the lower part of Outpost Z to get it installed yet. For all your tail stabbing needs. Mm. Yeah, you probably want it so that you can like cover it as well, because just having a tail dagger in polite society is not acceptable. Oh no, yeah. it's got to be it's got to be sheathable in. It'd be like in having knives for hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lady Dimitrescu style. Mm. You've got um, you've got you're manhandling these chairs. Where are you putting them? Uh, probably next to Radar's bed. Just like okay, you can you'll get it in the room. You can operate around it. It will be a bit cramped, but it should fit. Okay. Cool. So um, I did a a quick test on him while you were out. Um, he followed the flame of Melita around, and then he looked straight at me. Yeah. He didn't respond to any of the stuff I was like holding in front of him. He was looking. Almost threw me. It was a little scary. I covered his eye back up for now, but uh, just FYI. All right, let me let me try something in. Uh, V's going to take the eye patch off and hold their hand in front of his eye. You take the eye patch off, and the first thing that happens is that the purple light focuses immediately on you. Then you place your hand over it. <laughs> oh wait, I mean, I want to hold the hand at a distance and like move it back and forth and see if it follows that. Oh right, the eye is locked very firmly on your face. Yeah, you know what this means. What? He thinks I'm hosting you. Uh, don't think that's what that means, V. Also, the light is still purple. <laughs> Wait, was it purple before? <laughs> he's always he's always had a red cyborg eye, like Terminator style. This one is purple. Yeah, his eyes red normally. I could have sworn it was red beforehand. Okay. Uh, do you want to just like? Uh, V's gonna go to one of the chairs and do you want an engineering <laughs> roll for sorry after that pause I thought you were gonna be like do you want to just eject him into space <laughs> just get rid of him are we, are we done here <laughs> this, this one's a write off time to eat him into space and find a new quality <laughs> <laughs> this boy's cheese has slid off his cracker let's get a new one slid <laughs> <laughs> off his cracker not even in warranty <laughs> That's a Green yeah. Mile reference for he's not the sharp. He's not the sharpest sandwich on the Christmas tree. Right. <laughs> That's, uh... I mean, if we get this uh, this equipment set up to work with my uh, engineer's rig, then hopefully we can prop him up in one of these chairs and at least see if we can create a direct interface with whatever's controlling his eye at the moment. This stuff looks fucking ancient. Does it generate its own power? How are we going to plug it in? He's fucking ancient. No, no, no. Like, how are we going to hook it up to the station and, and get power for it? That's what we need an engineer, I guess. <gasps> oh, well, that's lucky that we have at least one in this room. <laughs> yeah, he's comatose on a plank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what am I? <laughs> so I said at least I'll one. I'll have you know, that is 17 plus uh, 7 for engineering, which is... 24. Big numbers. Yes, that number. It it will take some study, but this thing looks like it follows most of the, the traditional laws of physics. It's in it needs power. The interface seems pretty self-explanatory. It's a Unix it system. I know. It is not a Unix system, as far <laughs> as you can tell. You can't identify any um, computer attached to this. It seems to be a power core 
a central node that links all of these headsets and interface systems together, some chairs to sit in, and that's it. There's not even a framework to hold it all up. It's just hmm. a mass of old, chunky cables wiring a bunch of seats and head bits together. Very Half-Life 2 is what I'm thinking. Kind of. Very, again, Matrix. Well, uh, good news is we don't need this bit. Yeah. Uh, V's going to disconnect the, uh, the, the port from the chair so that they can insert it in radar. Oof. Yeah, um, it's a case you find a couple of um, screws. Of course, it takes you seven screwdrivers to find the right head, um, but you do get the, the screws <laughs> off of that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah, weird, um, because it'd just be like looking at a circle. You wouldn't think you'd be able to grip anything, but it worked. Mm. Um, so the unit comes away, you can just push that out the back of the chair. And the cables are all, like, elasticy, extendery sort of valve-type stuff, so you can just plug it into him. Uh, mm. Do you attempt to plug it into? Do you attempt to plug in the Yoti? Yes, I would like to charge my Coyote, please. You get the port close to his neck, and as you get close to it, the portal on the back of his neck opens. Ah, progress! Oh, uh, is that is that normal? I mean, I guess so. Maybe it like auto detects when the right the uh, cables nearby. I don't know. I got a bad feeling about this. I'm gonna. Um, Brad is gonna like clutch a gun close again, <laughs> just in case. Yeah. She's, okay. she's armed well, and ready. I'm, I'm going to stick this port on his head now. Alrighty. Best of luck, Radar. You push the portal in, and it makes it makes the satisfying, sort of almost pneumatic kind of... Boom. boom. <laughs> and then there's a there's what sounds like three clicks as it rotates slightly, then four clicks as it rotates in the opposite direction, and then a moment of silence, and then a double click. And it stops. I mean, that's that's positive. So is that, like, in his brain now? I guess so. I mean, hold on. Let me... Uh, so there's two chairs remaining with two ports. Three, three chairs with... Um, each has a neck portal. Oh, yeah, sorry, we bought four, didn't we? Yeah, yeah and each yeah. has a... Um, like a VR headset, almost. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing. I talked to Al about this. Uh, either we can directly interface with him through VR, like, uh, like in Glitch... But hopefully less like glitch because we won't get trapped in it this time. Uh, all right. Is that the only way to do it? I'd really rather not put another fucking headset on. Yeah. Or according to L, you can shove this giant spike into your head. I really rather not shove the giant spike in my head. Yeah. The giant spiky shaggy, by the way, is another one of those portals that he's just plugged into radar. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're doing this shit, Lee. Right. This cybernetic stuff squicks the shit out of me. Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, like he's already sixty percent machine anyway. So forty, forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> we met right in the middle at forty-five. Depends how many <laughs> bullets he's got in him at any one given time. Yeah, his amount of lead factor varies. Yes. So yeah, as uh, as death as I am to go right back into VR right after being trapped in VR for so long, for the sake of getting the potato back. Uh, yeah, it's worth it. Alrighty. Um, Alright, do you want me to go downstairs and close the bar first? Yeah, I mean, there's only two patrons in there anyway, so... We don't know how long this is going to take. If you pour a trail of alcohol out the door, they'll just follow it, so... <laughs> okay. Leave a, ser leave a series of shot glasses out into the street. Uh, yeah, I think Ryder's going to do something similar, just leave some, like, little shots of vodka leading out of the door. You've, you've had to close early before for various reasons, usually a chemical spill or a butler box okay. done something. 
Um, <laughs> so closing the bar early, there's a there's a routine to it now. You say, right, we're closing. Everybody says, but what about Ashford's? <laughs> and then you point then you point to Butlerbot, who is advancing on them. Mm. Yeah, Rod is going to get like her megaphone. Right, bar's closed. Everyone, get the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> What about our last orders? I don't give a shit. Get out. You should have thought of that before you started becoming alcoholics. Leave. 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 This bar's dumb. I'm never coming back again. I don't care. I'll see you on Friday. Get out. <laughs> right, he's going to get the broom <laughs> and just, like, poke them out the door. Yeah, yeah, they, they do the, the, the drunk sort of stagger out, leaning on one another. These guys, like, you know, hate each other on a Monday to Friday basis. But when it comes to <laughs> drink time, you know, everyone's your friend. They, they just mm. they support each other out of the door and disappear into the GM cupboard of characters that I don't have to roleplay anymore. Rudder flicks the, um, the the closed open sign to closed, but um, it's the black books thing where it says closed on both sides. And she's like, mm, yeah. huh? <laughs> and then just shakes her head and goes back upstairs. And after the bar has been shut and locked down. Okay, you turn around and Butlerbot is stood immediately behind you and he's looking down at you going, do you require assistance? Uh, no, just make sure no one comes in and just um, guard the place uh, for a bit, Butlerbot, okay? Sentry mode engaged. And he doesn't move. Right. Rod is going to, like, tiptoe past him and go upstairs. Yeah, she always has to squeeze past him. He's, he's that. Butlerbot has no sense of personal space. No. He's that clunky. Occasionally, like, every 30 seconds or so you hear, Scanning. <laughs> error, 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 error. Oh, I just like the idea he's quietly beeping. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, occasionally occasionally he beeps too. It's always comforting at this point. Yeah, it, it would be if we knew what the fuck he was about to do. Anyway, yeah, Ryan's um, going to head back upstairs. Yeah, you head back upstairs um, and you are confronted with V. V, what are you doing? Uh, well, that's trying, trying to balance things on Radar's head. Oh, God. Okay, you, are, you are confronted with V, who has balanced... A mug, a ruler, an eraser, four pencils, and a packet of uh, House of Cards on top of Radar's head. Mm. V, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, and it all collapses. This wasn't me. <sighs> someone, someone else did that. At least you didn't fucking shave him. Oh, my house collapsed. I mean, that that weird person who built a house on Radar's head while he went. Whatever. Come on, let's just let's just get this over with. I want to get Radar back. Yeah, we should probably like sort this out before he gets worse. Or I don't know. Like this is. Completely unknown territory, but it's a shame. I really wanted to play that dragon roll game with him, but then this shit started happening. It's not one thing; it's another thing. Yeah, that's right. You can beat him in later. Yeah, yeah. Rod's going to make herself comfy in one of the seats. Have some water before going under, because she's learned from last time playing glitch that some um, dehydration is a thing. Yeah, yeah. V's going to go. V's going to go to the toilet, smoke an entire cigarette, have a quick drink, and then go under. Uh, you you climb into the chair, and of course. The chair is too big for Ryder and too small for V, so it's not comfortable. <laughs> but uh, you sit in the chairs. Uh, what, what do you do? The, the headsets are sort of mounted on the shoulder of the chair, off to, sort of behind you and to the right, I guess. Is there a voice command or a button or something you need to press? Uh, V's just going to put the headset on like a normal person. Oh, okay. V takes the headset. They're adjustable, so most species seem to be able to fit them. Sort of slots the back around their head spines, uh, clips them over their face... And to you, Ryder, immediately goes limp. Oh. V? V, can you hear me? You've reached the voicemail service for VSC Coronine. <laughs> I'm not available right now, but if you'd like to leave a message. Flygate, no, that's fine. Um, I'll, uh... 
<laughs> Imagine that that voice coming out of Flyby. Just well, yeah, oh. where is Flyguy? Yeah, Flyguy. Flyby has a Southeast England accent now. Don't ask why. Yeah, <laughs> Flyguy is perch has been perched on V's shoulder the entire time. But as you ask, like V, are you okay? The single eye of the drone turns and looks at you and gives you that message. Uh, thanks, V. Um, hopefully, you get this message when we come back out. See you in a bit. And Ryder's going to reach up and, and tug the uh, headset down over her face. The headset looks... It, it's metal, it's quite chunky, quite heavy, lots of cables running off of it like before. The inside of it looks like a polished mirror. Ooh. And it's not just the screen in front of your eyes is a polished mirror, the whole dome inside of it. Fancy. Do, do you put it on or do you study it any further? Um, yeah, I think she'll study it a bit further because that's strange... Perception roll, please. Perception. I love the way V just sort of went plonk and put it on their face. That's <laughs> so perfect. It bought it from L. It's got like at least a 60% chance of working, and that's good odds. Just so typically you, though. Uh, Worst case scenario, V gets brain damage and who'd notice? That is 18 plus 14. So oh, 32. 32. On studying, the mirror surface is not in fact smooth, but it is in fact covered in very intricate, slightly sunken circuitry patterns that run across the entire dome. And what they do is, as you look at it in the light, each sort of facet of it reflects differently, so you get a different image. Oh. And it just it refracts and bends and reflects light, so what you're looking at, eventually the longer you look at it, the more it changes. It just becomes this swirling cosmos, almost. Very hypnotic. Cool. But yeah, this um, I'm guessing this is like Archaeotech. There's nothing that um, exists uh, from Ryder's level of technology in yeah. the world you, like this. For, to you, this is a funky-ass fucking headset that somebody sprayed chrome inside. Oh, sweet. Well, it's no more Archaeotech than the arcade cabinet she's got downstairs, so... Yeah, or, you know, the 45% of your best friend. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she's going to sort of... 45, I was right. <laughs> she's going to sort of go... And uh, put it on her head. And she puts it on her head. The scene I'm about to describe happens for both of you, but we'll focus on Ryder for now because that's where we are narratively. You place it on your head and there is an immediate, almost cold sensation. It shoots down your spine through the ends of the, to the ends of your toes and your tail and your fingertips and to the very, very tips of your ears and to the top of your hair. It's like every atom of you is frozen for a brief second. And it's it doesn't hurt. It galvanizes you almost. It it sort of brings you alive. Uh, but then your very all of your senses just stop. Every there is nothing. You are you are confronted with complete oblivion for a brief moment, and then slowly you become aware of things around you. You are aware of your own body. You have hands. You have arms. You can see them. They're starting to render into your vision. Very familiar. You're, you, in this case, are not a V, you'd be your Vesk self. Your clothes, your what you were wearing when you put the headset on. And then the world around you starts to resolve itself back into vision. The first thing you see is each other. You're stood next to each other. You've both got a strange glow around you, almost like a highlight. Sort of shows you where you are, in contrast to the background that is forming. Which is, you are stood in a hallway. Its floors are metal, its walls angled outwards, almost hexagonally. 
and there is a very, very strange familiarity to this corridor. Hmm. There's an ambient red glow to it as the corridor stretches away in front and behind you. Make an intelligence roll. Okay. <gasps> I'm good at them. D20 plus your intelligence bonus. Oh, that's all of one. Oh, God. V, you ain't got a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I can add my intelligence modifier to that to make it three. You still ain't got a fucking clue. I, I got 11 plus 2. 13. That's about enough. You only needed to be 10. Okay. Um, this corridor is very familiar, but why it's here doesn't make sense. This corridor looks like the corridor from that space station you were on, the hidden one, in uh, that had the massive planet-sized cloaking device. Uh, from Kronos. Uh, from Kronos. You're in a long version of that corridor. But I've never seen this corridor before in my life. There's a lot less Aslanti banners and motivational posters around. It's just a metal corridor. I have V. We've been here before. Oh, fuck. Is it cold in here? Is it just me? Is it cold in here? It is cold. Yeah, it is cold in here. Shut <laughs> well, it you, down. You'd know especially because Lizard. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly, you don't get that lethargy, V. You're yeah. cold. It's the first time you've been cold and fully aware. Well, this is a weird and uncomfortable sensation. Usually I'm passed out on the floor by now, what the fuck? Rudder's going to go up and uh, put a hand, or attempt to put a hand on one of the walls to see how real and just solid it is. Radar, radar, Ryder <laughs> reaches out and places her hand on the wall and it's tangible, she can feel it. It's metal, it's cold. It's slightly pitted in places, a little bit of rust here and there. There are screws that hold it into the bulkhead. There are pipes that run, run along it. It's as real as it could possibly be. Yet you yeah. know it's not. So, we're, are we inside radar? Oh, God, I hope not. Um, well, this place, we've we've definitely been here before. This was part of that space station, that weird one that we went to that was, like, sliced in half. You remember that? Yeah, but why did it be in radar's brain? Or some part of radar? I don't know. Uh, this is very confusing. I guess we should explore a little further, but keep your wits about you. Um, Ryder's gonna like, like tap her, her body. Does she have her weapons with her? She goes to, to tap her body, and she doesn't feel any weapons. Ah, shit. Uh, both of you, intelligence rolls, please. Because you see uh, Ryder patting herself. That oh, that's a nat twenty. Oh, nice. We'll give V a break for this one. Sure. You're in a virtual world. But it appears to be by, via some kind of psychokinetic means. There's, you're not hard interfaced into anything. You have your senses and you know that in reality you're sat in a chair. Not touching any of these metal walls that don't exist. But that doesn't exclude you from getting hurt in the real world via um, the experiences of yes. Glitch. Part mm. of my explanation is, you. so V, you pinch yourself and you feel pain. Ow. You know, like, like you okay. went from a pinch. Real. Real, that hurt. What'd you do that for? Oh, I know why you did that. And a pinch rider to confirm. Ow, bitch! Well, that's a wit. <sighs> Fair enough. Uh, okay, super learning. The other thing as well is that this doesn't feel right. This has this has the twinge of psychic power to it. You you can sense the undertones in it. You, like when you message with Bath, it always has that sort of weird ethereal mm. nature to it. There's yeah. a slight sense of that. And that's what the glow is around each of you. Yeah, that explains why everything's slightly echoey. Yeah. Said V with apologies to whoever does Foley for this episode. 
<laughs> Ryder's going to rob the spot where V pinched, probably her arm or something, and um, yeah, just uh, have a look down the uh, the corridor. Is there anything down it? Any doors or further passageway? You stare at it, and the log you stare down the corridor, weirdly, the more of the corridor you can see. It looks like there are certainly alcoves, if not turnings. You'd have to go down there, though. Huh. There's something I down mean, there, V. Let's, let's have a look around. Is there anything special about where we materialised? Or we just turned no, up in a random part of the corridor? You're just in the middle of a corridor. Although, if you keep looking behi- well, behind you, effectively, the corridor goes so far and then it's just a wall. I don't know. Is it worth remembering where this is? Or... He would just turn up somewhere random. Do you have any control over your body in reality first? Can you take the headset off? Yeah, I try and do that. You reach up and it's like trying to rip your own horns off. No, we're trapped in here. Oh, great. Probably should have thought about that before we both put the headsets on at the same time. Immediately blame you for this. Why is it my fault, V? You went and bought this weird shit from that weird tech dealer down the road. Yeah, well, it worked. It did work. You put your first without even fucking looking at it. I watched you. Yeah, and then you watched <laughs> me and then you did it as well. Yeah, because I thought it was safe. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Anyway, we're here now. <laughs> yeah. Might as well have a look around. Well, I guess we'd better fix radar or else we're trapped in here forever. Yeah, hopefully we can from inside wherever the fuck this place is. In my last breath, I curse radar. <laughs> Why are you always cursing people when we get in dangerous situations? It makes me feel better. Anyone's fault but your own. Just how they roll, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, person who isn't me. For the record, I have the biggest grin on my face. I'm constantly <laughs> having to stop myself giggling at this, so please continue. <laughs> Good. So yeah, right. um, Ryder's uh, going to continue down this corridor and have a look into one of these alcoves. And hopefully, she's going to beckon for V to follow. Yeah, V's going to fly behind. Uh, it actually, did flyby materialise with them, or are they just on their own? Oh, yeah. There is no flyby. <gasps> well. You've lost your familiar. V, are you are you thinking of flyby? Uh, v thinks of flyby really hard. <laughs> A vein bulges on their forehead. As <clears throat> they do, uh, fly guy appears on your shoulder. Almost <gasps> materialises in. Whoa. Oh, progress. V thinks really hard about a hot dog. <laughs> Nothing happens. No hot dog appears. Well, it was worth a try. Flyby just appeared on your shoulder there. What, what did you do? I thought really hard about him. In, huh. I, I guess, I mean, think really hard about something that you had with you when you joined in. Ryder thinks really, really hard about a hot girlfriend. That he had when he joined... Oh, wait, I can't tell what you're thinking. <laughs> nothing happens. Oh, God damn it! I mean, what did you think of it? Oh, nothing. Let's just go. Hmm... <laughs> All record, the fly guy, fly, fly guy functions exactly as they would in reality. Ooh, excellent. Yeah, I mean that's some progress. Yes, I've also doomed my familiar to be trapped in radar's way through. Oh, great! So now we have no way out of this place. Oh man, sorry, I just had a fucking like um, Harvey Birdman attorney at law sort of image, and it's basically everyone's in a VR seat, but Fly Guy has also put himself in one, so he's sat <laughs> like a crow, but his mm-hmm. legs are like sticking out. <laughs> Slightly with this VR headset on mm. and his wings neatly folded. Yeah. Pigeon sitting is my favourite Google search image. Yes! <laughs> Not with the legs bent or like anything. That. Yeah. <laughs> that, I'll tell you right now, though, that hasn't happened. That was just my cartoon brain. So, you're proceeding up the corridor. Moving on, 
you come up to these alcoves, and they're not like opposite each other, so it's not like you come to a point and you've got one to your left, one to your right. You'll come to one on the left, and there'd be one on the right. But the first one you come to, you turn to look into the alcove, and the corridor immediately turns into this broken, sparking black mess. But in that centre, there is an image, and it is an image of you two playing that game on the arcade machine. And huh. it just keeps it keeps replaying the same three seconds, and it's a clip of the desert city background. Oh, that sounds familiar. What is this? Is this, is this like a memory? Hmm. Or is it going to approach it I mean, and check it out further? Is it like three D or a flat exact plane? It's a replication of what we were doing, so it's a memory rather than. It appears to be a memory. Yeah, I mean, is this radar right before he break? It must have been. That's that's the last um. He repaired the arcade cabinet. He yeah. stood behind us, watched us play it, and then I don't know. I got so engrossed in the game, I didn't see what happened to him after that. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, this is still progress. We know he was working until this point, or at least the organic part of him and the cybernetic part of him were both working until this point. Is the memory like on a loop? Is it going um, around, or does yeah. it come to an end at one point? So if you, the more you stare at it, the, the longer I will describe. The better I will describe it. Okay. Um, the the memory is him from emerging from the back of the cabinet, um, saying, "Oh, don't worry about it," and patting down some personal fires. Uh, and he goes in and he stands there um, behind you guys and watches you play. And he's very, very proud. You you get you get his emotions through it as well. It's it's weird. You Aww. feel proud with him of the fact that he's been able to restore this machine to functionality for you guys to enjoy. Yeah. He's watching you play, you guys select your characters, and he's like really enjoying it, like sort of watching it. Although he's very taciturn sometimes, so he doesn't say much. Uh, and he's watching you guys play and, and progress through the level, and then the level does that transition where it's, it goes to the ruined city with the, the skyscraper sticking out of the dunes uh, and the ruined cars and everything. And he gets that image and stops, and then it rolls back to where it transitions to the, the dunes and the skyscrapers sticking out of the dunes, and then stops. And it keeps flicking back to that point before resetting and showing the whole thing again. Hmm. It's like the last the last thing he saw was that um, that pixely desert place with the uh, the buildings sticking out of it. I mean, do you reckon that activated or triggered something in him? I have no idea. Uh, the last time we saw something like that was uh, way back when uh, we dealt with that Kronos monster. Ryder, can you make a reflex roll, please? Sure. Oh boy. Auto shield, save me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So nine plus ten. So nineteen. Nineteen. Right. Uh you manage to your your senses kick in suddenly and you step backwards. And as you do, this strange mechanical tendril just shoots like out of the darkness near you and embeds in the wall near your face. There's like a whip crack. <laughs> Fuck. What do you do? Why do you make I, that happen? I didn't do nothing! Well, you did something, because that happened. And then another one. This one's aiming at V. Hmm. So V can have a reflex roll, please. Oh boy. That is 14 on the dice, plus... That's 20. Right, yet yeah, you dodge it. A mass of these things erupt from the same location that this other one seemed to, and start yeah. trying to spare at you. They're about the thickness of your thumb, and the ends of them are wicked, open-toothed barbs. Right, uh, Like a five-petaled flower. There's fucking funky wiring trying to grab people. What the fuck? 
get the fuck away from it. Come on, come on. Yeah, Ryder's going to like um, indicate to V to like hurry back and like get out of this, this yeah. alcove. V's going to like uh, duck and then like step back until. I mean, how far to get out of the the range of these tentacles, or they just go as far as they can? Oh, you, you step back out of the alcove, and after a moment, they all slowly retreat back into the wreckage um, from around the edge of this corridor. Well, I'm no doctor, but that's fucked up. Yeah, it looks like these were the things that damaged the corridor. <sighs> hmm. What the fuck? It's like, I mean, call me crazy, but that looks a lot like the uh, the tentacles we saw when we had to deal with... What's his name? Fucking Logos? Logos, that's it. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck are they doing in here? Why are they inside Raider? Ugh. Okay, this is... I mean, this is... you've watched a lot of Japanese stuff. Is this normal? What the fuck's that got to do with anything? <laughs> I don't know. It's the only frame of reference I have for tentacles, so... Uh, that's not the kind of tentacles you're thinking of. Anyway, let's let's keep going. This is, this is fucking creeping me out. Don't want to spend any longer in here than we have to. How many alcoves can we see, like, stretching out? Oh, there are loads. Hmm... Well, I'm going to pick one at random and see what's inside it. Yeah, maybe we'll find one that isn't got weird tentacles in it. <clears throat> Ryder blushes a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, you step away from that alcove. You what, Are you picking one at random? Are you moving for a random amount of time down this corridor and yep. then finding an alcove? We'll see, if we find a, to... see if we find a memory that we recognise. Yeah. Oh, oh, find one where it's typing in its pin number. Hello everybody, and once again, thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. We're now officially in Season 2, so if you're not quite sure of what's going on, or you've missed a bit, uh, there's a special Season 1 recap called the Cosmopunk Omnibus that comes just before this campaign. We're still on all the regular podcast and social media sites, go and follow us there, go and tell your friends about us, links to them are all in the description. We're also still trying to push on the Spotify app, so if you have that on your phone, please give us a nice review, that would be really cool of you. Once again, thank you so much for listening, see you in two weeks. And as always, shoot straight and roll high.